Well, James O'Keefe has left uh, Project Veritas, uh, which is like Steve Jobs leaving Apple and Walt Disney leaving the Disney company. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And uh, gentlemen, uh, occasionally uh, James and I'll exchange texts about things. If he has a big story, he'll text me about it. And my reply to him is almost always, man, I'm so proud of you. You're the most powerful piece on the board. I really believe it. Uh, I'll come back to this idea of being kicked out of your own company in a minute. But I haven't gotten too deep into this because the details are still a little fuzzy. But it sounds like the reasons that the board was leaning on him were a little bit, uh, you know, sketchy in terms of their magnitude, right? And I, Steve... I can't um, escape noticing that throughout the course of his career, uh, James O'Keefe has has uncovered and essentially destroyed a fair amount of pathogens, hmm. starting with Acorn and their willingness to use all kinds of illegal means to set up illegal businesses, and on and on. He'll find particular politicians, embarrass them, and so on. But it doesn't seem to me to be remarkably uh, coincidental that he is forced out of his own company shortly after catching a high-level Pfizer executive admitting that they that they should be mutating the virus. And more importantly, if you watch that that sting on that on that uh, guy from Pfizer, his his reaction in terms of I've got to get this footage before it gets out, you know, leaping over tables kind of thing, right? To to tear the to tear the uh, camera out of people's hands yeah that was a stunning video given the weak given yes given the weak given the weakness of the reasons that they've given for for uh disagreeing with james i just find it to be a little um convenient first of all what do you know about why uh what the board was saying about james that that they are using as their excuse for <laughs> apparently they didn't fire him, but they made like oh. he just decided he didn't want to work. Um, with him. Hang on, uh, that's not what I. New story? That's not the latest I've seen. Uh, he put up a tweet last night or, or, or Tuesday morning. I came across it Tuesday morning. I forgot to look at the timestamp. He wrote, "Since it's already out there, here are my heartfelt remarks to my staff this morning. I need to make clear I have not resigned from the company Project Veritas I founded 13 years ago. I was stripped of my position as CEO and chairman. I came to the PV office today to remove my personal belongings. If you're wondering what's next, stay tuned." And you know there's going to be an act 2 for this guy. I think the uh, the Steve Jobs comparison is completely apt because I don't think that there is a Project Veritas as we know it without James O'Keefe. Uh, there is a apparently a, a unfollow Project Veritas movement on Twitter as soon as this stuff came out, and as of sometime again Monday night or Tuesday morning, Project Veritas now has fewer followers on Twitter than James O'Keefe does. Uh, you could you could watch somebody actually put together a video with the you could you could watch it happen. Um, and when I found out about this unfollow Project Veritas thing, I thought, oh, there's a bandwidth and I can hop on. I didn't tweet about it or anything. I'm taking a little Twitter vacation. I'm not posting anything there right now. I, I do that as a mental health break every now and then. Uh, but I, I pulled up PV's Twitter feed, and I just kept clicking refresh every couple of minutes, every few minutes. 
less often as the day wore on. And every time I clicked, sure enough, they lost, by my rough estimate, over the course of about 12 or 15 hours, a quarter million followers. Roughly, give or take. I, I wasn't keeping exact track. But for a, a, an account that had about one and a half million followers, 250,000 is a sizable chunk. And it's, it's still going down. So again, I don't know what O'Keefe does next. And, or excuse me, that's that. Let me let me take that back. I think we know exactly what James O'Keefe does next. He's going to keep yep. doing exactly what he does. The only thing we don't know, Bill, is what it's going to be called. What it's not going to be called is Project Veritas. What do you know about the reasons that oh. the board gave? Uh, you know, I I I glanced at them. Uh, it, it was all BS stuff. Apparently, there's there's some guy with Pfizer connections who joined the board last year. Um, okay, it, but fact, what reason are they giving? Because they're not giving that as the reason. Oh, of course not. Let's uh, let's let's look that up because I remember Scott, it was. Do you, uh, yeah, they, Scott, do you have anything about what the, stolen what the, sandwiches? What the board said? Yeah, they there were complaints yeah. from I believe it was something like eleven employees about um, O'Keefe's. Uh, what they would describe as kind of uh, authoritarian or dictatorial behavior toward employees. Um, there was some indication that they said it had gotten worse in recent days. Uh, they feel like he was gone kind of a little mad with power over this new triumph with the uh, with the uh, what's the name of the drug what, company what, again? What, Pfizer. Pfizer. Pfizer, whoa, whoa, Pfizer mad with power. Thing. He's already chairman and CEO. That's the founder. No, but they're just the, saying the company saying, is his they, image. I'm I'm not making the argument, Steve. I'm no, no, you I, know. The, the, I, no, no, I know no. you're not. I'm not arguing with you. I'm 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 saying just how ridiculous that is. That accusation. So and then yeah. So there was suggestion about basically, and he acknowledged in his 45-minute speech to his team, which somehow escaped onto Vimeo. I think he fully intended it to. Uh, but anyway, it, he basically acknowledged that he hasn't been the best boss, that he's not the kind of guy who walks around and says, hey, how's your nephew doing in the hospital or whatever? Like, he's just not a very sensitive guy, not a very good boss. And that's a weakness on his part. And he needs to work on that. Uh, but the board's also saying that he spent uh, substantial thousands of dollars of funds on luxuries for his personal enjoyment and tried to make it seem like he was engaged in company business. So like he would he would rent fancy limousines, he would take, uh, you know, like a charter jet to a place where his boat was and then say that he was going there to meet with a donor. Um, so we forget, like we think of, of James O'Keefe as being this kind of, uh, you know, guerrilla journalist entrepreneur who's, you know, three men and a camera kind of thing. Um, but this is a an organization that in 2020 had a $20 million annual budget. So this is not, this yeah. is not peanuts. And all that money is being given by people who, you know, I guess the board feels, from their perspective, feels responsible for being good stewards for those resources. I think this is, it's interesting because this happens to a lot of entrepreneurial organizations that as they grow, they realize, well, we can't keep acting like I'm some sort of bootstrap entrepreneur anymore. We need to now have a board of directors. We need to, you know, maybe we need to have issue stock or whatever. And they get bigger and bigger and more bureaucratic. And then all of a sudden you find, as Steve Jobs found, you're not in control of your own company anymore. And, uh, and there are different rules. You can't, you know, yeah, you're not you sleeping on a blanket on, in, 
in your friend's apartment and eating ramen noodles anymore. You're managing a $20 million budget and people are giving you thousands upon thousands of dollars. So anyway, it's I don't I don't pretend to know what's going on behind the scenes. However, I could see how this kind of a scenario could play out with somebody whose whole modus operandi and brand was to kind of play at the fringes of the rules. Uh, Scott, I, I don't know whether those allegations are true or not about him wasting money. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. But, uh, but I can throw maybe a, a little cold water on there because I've seen more than one donor these are the people who would be most concerned about their their money going to waste, saying, uh, not only am I giving my money to O'Keefe and not Project Veritas anymore, but one of the big money guys went on Twitter to say, I just donated a bunch of money back in uh, December or January, and I want it back because none of this was talked about when you guys were asking me to write you a big check just, just yeah. a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, and, and I... I think you're right that it, it doesn't really exist without O'Keefe. Like Project Veritas is is a way of for, to say O'Keefe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, first of all, I'm just curious about things like the private jet to go to his boat, and he said he it was to see a donor. Did he see a donor? I mean, if he met with the donor, right, then I don't see how this is a big deal. But let's just take it. Let's just take it. If if the board was doing this in good faith. Right. Then what they would do is they would say in private, James, we've got a couple of questions about about some of these expenditures. Right. And we don't think this is right. And and we think you should pay us back for this. We think you should reimburse us for this or something along those lines. Well, apparently they yeah. had invited him and, to have such a conversation and he did not attend. OK, Interesting. maybe in any event, uh, the, the stories that, that were coming out were things like somebody said that he stole a sandwich and uh, and that and that he was mean to people. Um, first of all, mean to people by twenty, you know, twenty three standards, is not the same kind of mean to people that I grew up with when I was working with Jack Horkheimer, who was a raving lunatic and had me hyperventilating. But I but I decided but, but I decided to stay there. Be- he didn't take my sandwich. He took my soul. Uh, I, I'd rather have the sandwich, but. The point is, is that that is that I wanted to be there, and the work was important, and so he was a he was a hard guy to work with. Welcome to the world, you know. If you have a boss who's hard to work with, and and the employees find it intolerable, then the employees have the right to leave. To pull a guy like that to set up a conflict that must have been for whatever reason we don't know the reasons behind it but we do know this if it if it forced james o'keefe to resign from project veritas then it had to have been something that he found intolerable right intolerable so i have a i have a suspicion that um he may have stepped on some toes that were too big that's just speculation on my part uh i'll say this though um it's one thing to have uh, the, the, the chairman of the board of, you know, Aflac be kicked out of the company because, because of earnings or whatever the case may be or misconduct. I certainly haven't heard any claims of misconduct that I would consider to be violations of the law. So, but when somebody is the company, it, it, to kick that person out of their own company is not just Forget about being stupid business-wise. There's something that offends me on a on a on a emotional gut 
level of justice. Taking Apple computers away from Steve Jobs to me was just simply inconceivable. You know, inconceivable. And all I do know is this. Uh, there were a number of times that we, James O'Keefe and I spent a lot of time together seven, eight years ago when I was doing a lot more public speaking, when everybody was doing more public speaking. We found ourselves at a number of events together. I personally found him to be a person who was extremely easy to get along to, but 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 certainly a man of great integrity. So for what it's worth, James, uh, I know I know personally a number of his big donors on a on a personal basis. They if if Project Veritas now has a twenty million dollar budget, by three months from now they're going to have a twenty thousand dollar budget. Um, and the money is going to go with James. And James, for what it's worth, I think you should start a brand new uh, 501c3 or whatever the case may be. And I personally think you should call it the Veritas Project. That's what I think you should call it. And I'm as serious as I can be on this. I think it's a tremendous injustice. And and I'm, it, and I wasn't kidding when I said I thought he's the most important person on the board. That latest revelation was if you really follow it through was earth shaking news and the reaction of the person pretty much vindicated what he was saying so i guess we're going to let this boil out but i wanted to do a show on this now because to me uh it is yet another example of how People can put pressure, how a small number of people can put enough pressure on a system to get an outcome designed to protect the people who aren't being investigated by news agencies. And James O'Keefe, we'd never heard his name if we had an honest and fair and unbiased press in America. He's the only journalist I know out there, Heather McDonald, maybe two or three others. And uh, I'm not worried about his future. Uh, I think the future of Project Veritas is zero, and I think everybody knows it. And, and finally, just to wrap this up, for the board to say that we're acting in the interest of the organization by firing the person who is the organization, I don't see how they're, I don't see how they're being good stewards of the, either the money or the, uh, or the reputation of the brand by causing something that is going to cause Project Veritas in its current uh, iteration to utterly disappear. And I don't think anybody has any question about that. I don't think anybody has any question that the money's going to follow James, it's not going to stay in Project Veritas. So it makes you ask you why, why they did it. I don't really care. Um, I've made that decision before. And uh, that decision where, like, this is intolerable. I mean, I'm just simply not going to uh, abide by this. So, uh, James... Uh, as fast as you can set it up, I'll be sending you a check. And I know the people who are sending you big checks will be sending you big checks. And I'm hoping that whatever happens in the next iteration, you're able to find yourself some sort of protection against this kind of thing. Because whether it was done for political purposes or not, it seems to have been the only, only way to have knocked you out of your job of uncovering the most egregious uh, violations of law and integrity in the country. And I would wish you well, but you're not going to need it. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Right Angle.